0: Gorilla Healer presents Farms Not Farms podcast, season two, sponsored by BuildTheSoil.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Farms Not Farms podcast. I'm here today with a very special guest. If you'd be so kind to introduce yourself to all the people in the world who may not yet know of you for some reason.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, I am uh, Danny Danko, actually uh, Dan Vinkovetsky, Danny Danko is a pen name, but uh, that's what I'm known as. So uh, yeah, Danny Danko, I was uh, the senior cultivation editor at High Times Magazine for uh, 18 years from 2002 to 2018 and uh, uh, author of a couple of books and uh, host of a podcast
0: awesome so you said you were um working with high times until 2018 what are you doing now
1: yeah well i'm working on a new magazine called northeast leaf magazine uh we are part of leaf nation so uh they've been around for 10 years doing northwest leaf uh they have a number of other publications as well california leaf alaska leaf maryland leaf uh and uh california i mentioned california oregon leaf uh, and we, uh, after parting ways with High Times, uh, met up with uh, the folks behind uh, Northwest Leaf and all the whole, you know, all the Leafs and uh, decided to start up Northeast Leaf. And they were awesome. They gave me uh, the opportunity to put together a team, uh, mostly former High Times uh, friends and, and staffers to put together this new magazine. And it's been, it's been a pleasure. It's been exciting. We're about almost a year into uh, the Northeast Leaf, and it's a monthly publication. It's free. It's available in the eight states of the Northeast, and uh, mm. yeah, very exciting,
0: awesome. And it's and it's strictly cannabis focused.
1: Yes, I mean cannabis, hemp. Uh, you know, it's about uh, the medical scene in the states uh, where we only have uh, medical as well, and, and uh, uh, rec where we have it. So we have Massachusetts and uh, Maine. Uh, soon to be obviously uh, you know, New, New Jersey, New York just, just flipped <laughs> and uh, we're hoping Vermont, New Hampshire, uh, Connecticut, Rhode Island. So that's our region and uh, it's changing very rapidly. So we at Northeast Leaf, we just wanna be the voice of the uh, community and to uh, just inform people about what's going on with the industry, with the laws, uh, with the medical scene, all
0: of it. Awesome, being from the Northeast, I you know love that you are representing and uh, you know shining the light in a place where it's obviously um, progressing quickly and more and more people are coming on board. and obviously, for a long time now people have been asking for this. So thank you for doing your part for so long. What got you into wanting to be, uh, or or just being a journalist for the cannabis movement?
1: Oh, that's interesting, yeah. I mean, I started off really, uh, you know, more of a, a, you know, importer, exporter, kind of, (laughs) uh, and a a cultivator. Uh, And I wasn't really a journalist. I I had gone to college. I learned to write um, at BU. I, I studied sociology. So I wrote papers and things like that. And I read a lot of news. Uh, But I didn't really come from a journalism background, I I was really just interested in cannabis. And then once I started working at High Times, uh, I wasn't an editor or or a writer, I was just like answering the phone and breaking down boxes and uh, working with the subscription department and that kind of thing. Uh, And just eventually just decided why not uh, start writing if I, you know, uh, I think it was Kyle Pishman told me, you know, you know how to grow and you know how to write. Uh, that's really all you need to be, you know, the, all the qualifications you need to uh, participate. And um, mm. so little by little, I just started uh, contributing to the magazine. And and over time, that that turned into a full-time gig and, and then an editor, editorial ship. And, you know, what's cool about it is you get to travel all over the world, uh, visiting other people's gardens and getting to see all the different ways that people grow. Um, so rather than just having one technique that you're teaching you're learning that there's there's lots of different ways to grow the plant um and uh you know and just being able to expand on that was very helpful and visiting all the different places was was a unique experience particularly when people weren't doing grow tours and things like that back in the day for sure and you're from new york city or or what i'm actually from uh massachusetts from boston area oh Um, great I was born in Russia and then, mm. uh, you know, my family um, immigrated to the United States and we lived kind of all over all over for a while. We lived in Texas and settled in uh, the Boston area when I was about 12 years old. Uh, so I grew up there. Uh, and then once I graduated from BU, I moved to New York in, I guess, around 95. Uh, and that's kind of when it went from, you know, a closet grow to, a warehouse grow kind of situation because you know you have to survive and uh be able to live in new york and uh, that was the heyday of the the delivery services and and you know the the days when you could get a, a pretty good amount of money for
0: high quality cannabis mm. and that was for for those of us who are in the younger generation that was all black market stuff
1: Oh, yeah, no. fully uh, yeah. <laughs> underground, very, very risky, you know, growing in in any city uh, is not easy. And mm. you know, with this with the smell and and being having to, you know, hustle the equipment in and out of buildings where you're sharing buildings with people. And uh, it, it, it's not easy. It's a lot easier in a rural area than it is in an urban area to pull off. And especially when you're harvesting and, and trying to support. Suppress the smell of a,
0: of a big harvest is not easy. Very risky. So, what is it like being involved with some like an organization like High Times while at the same time doing what you're talking about? I mean, obviously, it must have a a different level of stress that comes along with representing to the world, as you know, as well as uh, doing what you got to do. <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure. I mean, during the period of overlap when I was like both growing and you know working for the magazine and traveling and all of that. Uh, definitely very stressful, but at a certain point, uh, the job sort of took over, uh, which is funny because originally I got the job to sort of be a cover job for what I was doing in the mm-hmm. underground, and ultimately uh, had to give up on the growing for a while because I was traveling so often. I mean, almost mm-hmm. every month, I'd be gone for a week or a weekend. And you really can't grow successfully uh, and go away that often. Talk about uh, it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you know, a, a successful grower is typically a hermit. You know, they spend <laughs> hour, most of their time at home, uh, a lot of the time in the grow room looking at their plants. And uh, it's really solitary work. And it it it's, uh, you know, the, basically the, the long story short is eventually I kind of had to uh, scale way back down <laughs> on the growing. And uh, that definitely contributed to uh, reducing the, the stress level. And at a certain point, it's like, you know, it was like everything I've done is way in the past uh, as far as that's Certainly. concerned. And now I'm free to say and do whatever I want because I'm not at
0: risk. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, you know, coming from one uh, underground to another, you know, where we come from, I would just say thank you for doing your part and helping the uh the world get to where we are because you know every bit of a contribution creates the sum of you know is a part of the sum of the whole and you guys have done a lot you know and people can say whatever they want about high times the fact of the matter is that high times has been a humongous driver of of the fourth of the cannabis movement for a long time and and just backbone in many ways you know keeping things uh in the conversation, so salute for that, and of course for moving forward in a direction that that you feel, you know, fully aligned with, especially bringing it home, and um, and shining a light on the Northeast and New England, and uh, that's really really awesome. And now for me, you know, obviously we love our and and there's there's many reasons why we're involved in this. For me, my whole life changed when I started seeing it work medically. And being involved in this for so long and being involved in different areas of, you know, the plant, let's just say, you know, have you been more excited? Have you seen stories and, 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 and uh, you know, you've traveled the world? So aside from seeing amazing growers and beautiful plants, do you hear these other sides of the world, um, you know, coin where people are actually benefiting from the health act- actions of the, of the plant?
1: Yeah, I mean, 100%, you know, so I gotta say, like, in those early days, uh, you know, my motivation was I loved cannabis, and, you know, primarily, also, uh, financial, you know, like to for survival. And yes. then at some point, at some point, I had an epiphany, you know, after reading Jack Harris, Emperor Wears No Clothes. And, you uh, uh, Shattered Lives by Chris uh, Conrad and Mickey Norris, and and just being involved, answering the phones at high times, people are calling. You know, every day I need a lawyer. You know, I just got busted in Tennessee, or uh, you know, my grandmother is sick. What can I do to help her? So it, mm-hmm. it 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 motivated me at that point that this isn't just about me or 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 financial benefits or any. This is like a healing plant, and it's 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 got a message for for us and that's when I kind of dedicated a lot more of my energy to uh, legalization effort, to being part of, uh, you know, normal and things like that. And also encouraging people to grow. That was always the thing was to overgrow, grow, 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 grow. Cause the more cannabis in the world, the more medicine for the people. And, you know, in the eighties we knew of droughts where there was just no cannabis at all. And so over the years, basically uh, I've met thousands of people who have told me that cannabis saved their life. I mean, veterans uh, with post-traumatic stress, uh, cancer patients, people with epilepsy, children, uh, uh, you name it. It, And I know you know this of course as well, but like it it, 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 you can't help but be moved uh, by those stories. And when you hear them over and over and when you see it with your own eyes, it's so inspirational and so motivational that uh, I couldn't not do something about it. You know what I mean? I had to do something about it. And and uh, I mean, people are in tears t- talking to you, uh, telling you about whatever it was, however it was that cannabis saved them. Uh, yeah. And in ways, the large and small, I mean, think about all the small ways that it saves us, just keeping us from flipping out on someone, <laughs> you know, like that's just a tiny little way that it helps, you know, or just in... Allowing us to savor a sunset or a, a movie or a song; those are the the mi- minor little ways. But then you see the big ways where people are actually, uh, you know, fighting cancer and uh, treating symptoms. And, and it's yeah. I mean, at a certain point, it became a mission and very much, uh, you know, the the mission of my life. Really, something I dedicated my life to. Aside from you know friends and family, it's the most important thing in my life. And uh, it it is very gratifying to see, uh, you know, some level of freedoms arise, but we got a long way to go.
0: Mm. What would you like to see?
1: I mean, I'd like to see cannabis, as you mentioned, like treated like medicine uh, from from that aspect where, uh, you know, people's insurance would cover the price of their medicine. Mm. Um, I'd like to see farmers markets where I can purchase farm grown uh, local mom and pop cannabis from vendors in my area that are, are producing it in a sustainable way, uh, you know, biodynamic, organic, all those things, you know, I'd like to, you know, sun-grown cannabis. I'd like to, you know, and, and that's not to say there shouldn't be dispensaries or, you know, that's fine too. If people want to go and purchase, uh, from a dispensary, that's fine. But I want to see, I want to be able to, go to a farmer's market or a co-op and pick up uh, a a jar of cannabis or some concentrates or edibles or tincture. And I'd like to be able to grow my own. I'd like to be able to go to consumption lounges where I can consume with like-minded people. And uh, I'd like to see all the prisoners released immediately who are in jail for nonviolent cannabis offenses. I'd like to see all the records of anyone uh, expunged. So yeah, I mean, (laughs) I feel like I could go on and on, but there's so, you know, uh, the changes that we're making. Are- I'm not stopping you. <laughs> <laughs> the changes that we're making are state by state uh, and, and and they're positive and things are happening. And and, and eventually there will be a national change, uh, you know, a federal change. I don't want that federal change to be uh schedule to where pharmaceutical companies take over cannabis and it becomes uh, another uh, farming product. I mean, Thank I you. love, can- I love cannabis flowers. I love cannabis concentrate. I don't want to only have like sublingual tablets or sprays or patches. You know what I mean? I want to be able to smoke a joint if I want to smoke a joint. Uh, I want to see other countries. I mean, there are countries in this world where you get the death penalty for cannabis. That to me is just unfathomable that there's places, you know, like Indonesia uh, or many other uh, countries where you could be shocked. Or or electrocuted to death because you use cannabis. I mean it to me today. It's it's today. Yeah. And yeah. it's just un, un unfathomable. I I think that's such a, a disgrace to us as, as a species, you know, humanity in general. So, you know, <laughs> that's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see real true freedom uh, for the plant and, and the ability of people who want to use plant medicines to heal themselves. Uh, to, to for people to be entirely free to do it and in fact encouraged to do it and subsidized to do it you know what i mean if you're going to help uh, us pay for uh, pharmaceutical drugs and 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 medical procedures then there's no reason why insurance shouldn't pay for cannabis
0: mm. danny danko's dreams ladies and gentlemen
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean we're on our way we're on our way i'm i'm i don't want to discourage people we are on our way we need to keep the you know politicians' feet to the fire. We need to make sure uh, our voices are heard. Uh, you know the social equity program, like the, the New York program, is incredible. I mean, we uh, at least on paper, we'll see how it. Talk all about it out. if you will. Well, on paper, what it looks like is uh, all of those things I just mentioned. I mean, there's um, social equity, not just in, in in words, but in deeds, where actual funding. Uh, 40 of, of, percent of the money that's taken in actually goes back to benefit communities uh, that have been adversely affected by the war on on drugs and I think that's super important and I think the uh, people need to be uh, in positions where they can be in the business uh, without the, the hurdles that you have to jump through you know to you know at this point uh, you know big business is obviously involved and there's these multi-state operators and so that's important you know, equity and and, and ways uh, for the mom and pops to be able to compete with, with these big organizations. Uh, consumption lounges, incredible. I mean, I think we're ahead of almost every state uh, when it comes to that. Uh, so that's really exciting. Uh, uh, the expungements and the prisoner releases is happening as well, which is good. Uh, the, uh, uh, the 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 dispensaries, Uh, we we get to keep the medical side and REC, which I think is great, because in some states we've seen uh, REC come in and really uh, destroy the medical program. Uh, So I'm glad that there's that as well, that there's those two sides, so that if you're a medical patient, you can grow more plants, you can uh, carry more cannabis. uh, You don't have to pay as much taxes uh, you have different, a different, a variety of products that may not even be available on the rec side, uh, like uh, FICO and RSO and and things
0: of that nature. Are they capping? Uh, are they putting THC limits on rec, and they're going to keep it different for medical? Is that why that's gonna no, be the case? If they're not allowing oils for rec, what's the, what's the situation there? No, no,
1: I don't think there's really much restrictions on uh, on. THC levels or, uh, oil or anything. I think, uh, I think really the benefit of, of keeping a medical card is, uh, the ability to grow more plants. If you, if you need, you know, need more medicine, uh, the ability to have more medicine. And I think it's similar to Massachusetts where, uh, you know, you don't have to wait in line with rec patients. you have a separate line, um, you know, you pay less uh, for the product, you pay less in taxes here too, Colorado. Yeah. Right. So that's, you know, that's good, you know, because in, in, in Washington, for instance, you know, they had a very favorable uh, medical program and the rec program came in and, and really decimated it. And I think, you know, some of the California uh, patients and growers would tell you a similar story about California. So, uh, you know, that's important to maintain uh, medical rights, uh, just because we're allowing adult use does not mean that the patients are left behind. Uh, or that they have to suddenly now enter the rec market, you know. So that's great, and uh, yeah, I mean, we, w- you know, hopefully it'll be uh, the law that that they people use in the future for for other states, uh, because it, you know, so far at least on paper it looks really good.
0: Mm. You know, of course, one of the
1: yeah, home, home grow too as well. I should mention you know, how many plants
0: are people allowed to grow? Adults uh, it's allowed to grow six
1: six per person and twelve per household. Uh, which isn't a lot of plants, but uh, the reality. Same is here. They don't, right, but they don't tell you uh, the size of the plants. You know.
0: Yes, you can grow plants. six trees. So you can grow
1: big. <laughs> yeah, you can veg those plants out. Uh, you know, and I'm not sure exactly when a, when they consider a plant to be a plant, but I know that like, uh, you know, uh, in terms of clones, a, a ve- like a vegging plant or a clone or a seedling uh, may not count even as a plant. So, uh, I think i think they have like something like maybe it's three mature and three uh young veg uh, veg um, but it's 12 per household as well so if you're living if there's more than one person in the household you can do up that to 12 uh and then yeah just veg them out a little longer and grow bigger plants and uh you never have to buy dispensary cannabis again you know i mean that's my that's my suggestion to people when they when they freak out and say, you know, Monsanto and Marlboro and all these companies are now in the cannabis business. And I don't want to buy, you know, Budweiser weed and this and that. I'm, and I'm like, look, you don't have to, <laughs> you really right? don't. All you have to do is put in a little bit of work, um, mm. but you don't even have to, I mean, people can form a cooperative where one person grows, maybe one person makes pickles. Another person, you know, does something else and everybody sort of shares in, in what they do. Uh, and it's a cooperative uh, and therefore you know w- your skill might not be in cannabis growing but you join a cooperative and, and maybe you you know knit baskets or whatever it is and now that's your contribution to the co-op and the the growers contribution is the plants that they grow because honestly with 12 plants uh, you know every three months you're going you know it's more than one person can smoke for the most part I mean maybe not me and you but the average person <laughs> you know it's more <laughs> Talk about it. smoke so why not share there's no law against sharing it with uh, friends and family or donating it to patients i think that's an important thing too just to kick down where you know you grow a pound and you know you only need a, a half a pound so you donate you know a qp to the veterans a qp to the um you know the medical patients or whatever it is uh all of that is allowed now so that's really exciting too i think uh, and, and for people that are worried, you know, about corporates, corporations taking over cannabis, like I said, you don't have to worry if you just put in a little bit of work and you know what, it's also fun. Like, you know, people forget, but like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, a really fun hobby that actually pays off and there's nothing better than creating your own medicine. I mean, that's, it, it's, Straight it's, thera- it's there. It's, it's therapeutic just to do that. And that's before you ever even consume it, which is. Even more therapeutic, so uh, I think you know that is really important to me. That grow your the ability to grow your own, and there's states where it's legal and they can't grow their own, like Washington, for instance. You cannot grow your own cannabis; it's, a, it's still a
0: felony. But you can. They, go let, it, store and they buy let it. They let their. Uh cannabis program be run by their liquor department uh so i think that they had some issues with that from the beginning and ultimately it just it's like no you're not going to compete with the liquor stores making all your alcohol at home you can only have you know which is weird because i think we're allowed to make like 500 beers a year or something like that but ever the more yeah man that's it's 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 kind of kind of crazy
1: yeah i mean it's the comments that you see every time anyone says like hey you know new york legalized or new jersey just legalized and all, you know you just see all the naysayers come in and say oh you know now the government takes control and the taxes and the slide they're cut and the re- over regulation and this and that and only the rich are going to get richer and all those things are true i mean that's mm. <laughs> the reality is that those companies are there they exist they're they're on the stock market they're you know in multiple states but you vote with your dollar yeah we and, and you choose what you want to pay for and what you want to buy and what you want to contribute to so you know, you, the, the quality of cannabis that you get from a four by four tent is so much better. I mean, they can't compete because they're growing in warehouses. You know, they're growing in, in you know, 100,000 square foot facilities. You just can't grow the same quality uh, in a facility, in a warehouse that you can, you know, in a smaller space. Um, yeah. That's, you know, if there's anything I've learned uh, in visiting all, the, all these grows over the years, it's that, you know, the bigger you go, the harder it is to have it be
0: quality for sure and you definitely you know anybody can get a tent so that they have the right amount of uh darkness when they need to flower and anybody can find great seeds out there you know there's different uh um companies that sell seeds and there's anybody can find books from, you know, I'm sure that in in a moment you can name off some books that people can look to. Why don't, why don't you now, boom, what talk about
1: it? (laughs) Well, this is my book. It came out in 2018. It's called cannabis, a beginner's guide to growing marijuana. Uh, It's available, you know, on Amazon and bookstores and all that. But I I wrote it specifically for the purpose of, of the beginner, uh, Mm. a person who really doesn't know where to start, because there's a lot of great grow books out there in the world uh, yeah, you know Jorge and Ed Rosenthal and, and Greg Green and so many great books, but they are like textbooks. You know, you feel like you're going to college. <laughs> there's a lot that you need to know to. But you go to weed college. <laughs> <laughs> those are the books that I learned from, uh, but they were a bit intimidating in a way because they're just so, they're so dense and they're so packed with info. You so thought I you had tried to, all
0: this stuff to do. And it's, <laughs> I
1: know. You know it was scary, but uh, I tried to break it down to just the basics. So. It's certainly not comprehensive, but it has a little bit of everything you need to know and enough to get started. Uh, and then, you know, after you've read the Beginner Grow book, you can delve into some of the more uh, dense textbook style uh, stuff of my colleagues and, and peers. Um, but I wanted something more entry level. So, you know, it's yeah. illustrated, you know, it's like, you know, it's pretty it's, it's pretty simple to understand, you know, and nice. it's just a little bit of everything. Uh, so that was, that was a lot of fun and it's been selling great, you know, even, even now with the pandemic, like, I feel like more people are interested in mm. uh, home cultivation. Uh, certainly, certainly gardening in general has, has, uh, has, is having a moment <laughs> as they say. And, uh, and, you know, gardening of cannabis is, is having an even bigger moment, I think
0: forced hermit syndrome will do that to a, a person.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to find some hobbies. Why not find a hobby that, you know, can, can help uh, support you and heal you. Like, I just, mm. I can't think of anything better. Oh, man. And, and like I said, it's fun. You know, it's not that hard either. It's like, you know, if, if you have a fish tank, it's, it's kind of like that, you know, it's it, uh, it maybe like a saltwater fish tank, <laughs> it's a little more complicated than a than your average, you know, freshwater fish tank, but somewhere in between the two it's, but it's fun. And, uh, you know, it's really cathartic.
0: It is. I, I, I love growing indoors. I love even more growing outdoors cause I love being barefoot and just watering or just like, you know, doing what I got to do with the plants and being outside under the sun. And, you know, outdoors is so much different, especially if you start with a seed because it develops this tap root. So you, you know, it's going to find its own water and it probably might grow huge as opposed to you put a clone outside. It's not going to have that taproot. It's not going to grow as big. It'll be a little more, uh, volatile to, you know, um, sensitive to the environment. And, uh, you know, when you go indoors, you have a little more manual control. So you have to be more responsible, so to speak. And, you know, there's simple ways to do it. You can go get a bag of uh, Sensi Sai or something like that. That's just super soil. You just water it and it finishes. Or you can, you know, learn how to build your own soil or you can use nutrients. Um, you know, buildthesoil.com has a lot of options. And, um, you know, there, there's ways to do it. If, if somebody wants to get involved in, and starting to grow their own medicine and they have a little bit of uh, hesitation, you know, let's say that it's legal for them to do it now, what would you say to get them started?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd say do some research, uh, you know, get everything planned out before you, you start, you know, before you get started. Uh, I, I love tents. I think, uh, you know, you can get a pretty affordable grow tent, Uh, which is built for the specific purpose. So rather than taking a closet and trying to, you know, refurbish it to grow in (laughs) or like a cabinet or something, it's already got got the holes built in. It's already light tight. Uh, One person can set it up and take it down, which is important too, in case, you know, you don't have help. Uh, Mm. And, you know, everything's built for growing, so there's already something to hang the light from. You don't have to worry about, you know, your light falling down on your plants. Uh, It's typically flood proof. Uh, A lot of times they come with like like expensive and complicated hydroponic systems. I would say, don't bother with that. Just get some buckets and some soil mix, as you mentioned, and just hand water your plants. Uh, Hydroponics is a little too complicated for beginners. And it's also tends to be more uh, chemical, based, you know, the nutrients, the the reservoir, uh, in order to grow clean hydroponically, you're really gonna end up with some pretty chemi products. It's it's pretty difficult to dial in organics hydro. Uh, So I would say, you know, for the beginner soil, a soilless mix is much more forgiving uh, and uh, much cheaper as well. So basically you just need some buckets, a tent, a light, uh, an exhaust fan, charcoal filtration, uh, for the exhaust fan. So you're cleaning the air that's coming out, uh, oscillating fan inside, moving the air around, uh, you know, watering can and, and some nutrients. Uh, and at that point, once you have all of that ready, then you're ready for genetics. And as you mentioned, growing from seeds has that benefit of, of the taproot uh, and the hybrid vigor if you're getting F1 seeds. Uh, growing from clones has the benefit of them all kind of behaving the same way. Uh, there's, you know, there's a lot, a lot of factors there, but for beginners, I would say um, do the research, uh, don't go crazy with the equipment. Like the most expensive thing is going to be the lighting uh, and the uh, fans, you know, the electronics and the actual tent. But other than that, you don't need all the, you know, plastic reservoirs and pumps and, and all that. that that's, uh, that's pretty complicated stuff and it's a little bit harder to dial in and far less forgiving, you know? So that would be my recommendations. And just remember, the, the two biggest mistakes uh, for beginners are typically overfeeding and overwatering. So, you know, let the, let the plants breathe, let them have a wet and dry cycle and uh, um, more food doesn't mean the plant gets bigger. <laughs> you gotta feed it the right amount. Uh, and in a lot
0: of cases, that's less than, than the nutrient brands recommend. <laughs> for sure that's that's really good sound advice um and danny i'm drinking a lot of water here feel free to take a water break anytime you need anybody out there awesome um so yeah definitely um and you know there's different kinds of lights people get stuck sometimes on what kind of light should i get and you know um, I don't know if you have any, any considerations there for what somebody can, uh, start with that simple. Of course, I, I think once again, build the has options. You can check it out. Also make sure you get a nice timer so that you can make. You have your, uh, your, your cycle for your plants. You know, it's like outside the sun's coming up and down and the, 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 the trees in the forest knows what to do. And then things as the seasons change, they know what to do. So that's one of the ways that we can manipulate the plant cycles is through the timing of uh, how of the life cycles. Um, but yeah, what would you uh, talk about in terms of somebody thinking about lights for inside?
1: Yeah, so uh, it really depends on the size of your tent and, and how much heat you're able to deal with. Uh, I like high intensity discharge, HID lights. Uh, um, high, that means high pressure sodium or metal halide, but the new ceramic metal halides uh, are very, uh, much more efficient. Um, so I like ceramic metal halides when it comes to HID, uh, but they do give off a lot of heat. So if you, if you don't want the heat issues, uh, there are some amazing LED uh, light emitting diode lights out there that that have improved greatly um, in the last, you know, 10, 15 years and actually gotten more affordable. I mean, originally they were very expensive and also kind of, you know, hit or miss um, tech wise, but now, uh, now LEDs are are really, uh, there are some amazing ones out there and very efficient. uh, Don't produce a lot of heat. uh, Don't uh, use a ton of electricity. And so um, that's really, I think the future of any kind of indoor growing is going to be with LEDs. Uh, I'm just old school. I like the HIDs. I like the, you know, high pressure sodiums. I remember the days of the parabolic reflectors and uh, you know, it's really about heat. If you can pull enough heat off of uh, your light or out of your grow room, um, then you can go with the HIDs. If you don't, you know, if you're in a situation where, you can't pull that heat off or, or run AC in the room. Uh, I would uh, I would go with LEDs. There's also amazing fluorescent lighting options out there, um, compact fluorescents and and things like that that you can flower with. Uh, but you're not going to get the density uh, that you'll get with LEDs and, and um, especially with HID lights. Um, but uh, you know another recommendation I would give people also is uh, you know listen to grow podcasts i have a podcast they're free to hear um there's a lot of good ones not just mine uh, out there uh mine's called grow bud yourself um but there are plenty of others and a lot of great information out there uh in in magazines and podcasts and don't believe everything you read on the internet there's a lot of conflicting information but if you find a good source uh, there's a lot there too
0: Mm. check it out the um the lights that you bring up it you know it's a I know from personal experience when growing from an HPS high pressure sodium to growing with the ceramic metal highlight 315 watts versus the 1000 watt high pressure sodium versus the 1000 watt double ended lights that the heat is one of the biggest factors. So that's a huge point that you bring up and whether or not somebody's going to be able to have air conditioning, you know, you obviously don't want to have it too cold, so you want to be able to balance the temperature in your grow room. And so the kind of light you have is going to determine what kind of equipment you might need to balance those temperatures. And the kind of fan you have is going to determine how much heat you're able to pull out of the room, and so on and so forth. So the LEDs emit less heat. So do the CMHs, the, the ceramic metal halides, though I remember growing with them, you know, the buds were a little less dense. I, I, they produced less yield versus the HPSs, which produces nice dense buds and more yield that would have less of a spectrum. So some, some of us like to mix them and have both in the, in the room at the same time and you get more of a broad spectrum. And um, the plants seem to like that also, you know? So it's definitely personal preference and determined upon what, uh, what you wanna, you know, results you want to achieve. And so if you're just looking to start simply and, and, you know, you definitely want a smooth transition into growing your first plants and you don't want to get overwhelmed. You know, you definitely can get yourself an LED or one ceramic metal halide that's not going to give off a lot of heat and you can grow and, and you'll learn. That's the most important thing. And, they, you know, these things always uh, generally have a resale value, especially if you're a your state that's starting, you're definitely going to be able to, you know, sell it, use to somebody else a state like colorado has been around for a while it's a little harder to sell your used grow equipment because everybody has you know so some people (laughs) are here like selling their equipment in oklahoma that just started and they're finally being able to recoup some money
1: (laughs) yeah for sure i mean i just launched a a website actually dannysgrowtents.com where you can actually get grow tents and led lights and everything nice uh, yeah right there if people want to check it out i mean uh, there's a decent amount of, of different sized options there. Um, but you mentioned something very important about heat uh, because environmental control is another thing that people kind of ignore in a lot of ways. They're just kind of like set up their tent, set up their light, and start growing. And they're not really uh, measuring the temperature in the room, especially right at the canopy level. Uh, and also the humidity. It's so important. I mean, think of, of, of where plants are happiest. Uh, they're in, either in a greenhouse or someplace like Hawaii where the humidity is very, you know, is, is above 50%, let's say 50 to 60% uh, typically. Uh, and and your, your house is not gonna be that humid for the most part depending, I mean, most of our houses are much drier than that uh, with the heat on and especially with the grow light uh, in a tent, it's gonna dry that air out very quick. So uh, you might need a humidifier uh, you might need a dehumidifier, you know, who knows? It depends on if you're in, in Colorado, you might need a humidifier. In Northern California, you might need a dehumidifier. So that's why that's where environment becomes very important to controlling the environment. And it's something a lot of people ignore when they start growing, uh, but at their peril, because if it's too dry or too hot, uh, the plants will die or they'll just stop growing. So um, it's very important to control environment.
0: Mm. And yeah, that's why one of the reasons why people use CO2 Uh, In their room is because and you can get a bag or you can get a tank and flow it in from from the ceiling because it likes to fall. And so that helps the plant withstand a little more heat, basically. And, um, you know, they say that it also, you know, um, potentiates max helps maximize yield. And uh, it's good for the plants and plants are able to soak that in. And all these things might be overwhelming to you, but at the same time, there's, there's dials that we can grab a hold of if we want to really dial in our room to the point where we're so happy, we want to share our medicine or where we're just like, you know, we're, we're taking pictures of it and we're probably going to take the pictures of the first things that we grow anyway. And we should because anything that you produce it's a miracle, you know, and thank yeah. God we're allowed to be doing this. And uh, we're so blessed that a we could talk about it because, you know, I know I have friends in different parts of the world that are that are huge activists, though. When they're home in their country, they have to be very careful about what they talk about and how they talk about it, because they will be taken right. away and God willing, they won't. And, and they're protected. But, you know, I, I feel like you have something to say on this.
1: Yeah, well, as you mentioned, like taking pictures and all that. Take notes too, you know. Take notes. Uh, you know everything—the date, you know—the the temperature, the humidity, everything. And that way, that in that way, you'll be able to go back and look and see what might have went wrong, what went right that you want to duplicate in the next time, what you might want to change. Uh, but don't think that you're going to remember all the details and all that. We used to have to do that because we didn't want to take notes. Uh, when things were, were much riskier, but now we have the ability, um, have a calendar set up, you know, know exactly the date that you planted your plants know the date that you put them into flower, all the information,
0: just keep track of it. Uh, that's very important. Well, Biggie said it best, you know, relax and take notes. while I take notes <laughs> that I never want to smoke.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. I'm here in in, in Brooklyn, where
0: the paint murals are <laughs> the biggie. Hey, I'm actually releasing uh, a Ten Crack Commandments remix called wow. the Ten Crypto Commandments, and oh, that's nice. coming real soon to with theater near you. It's going to be a, a music video. One, two, three, Pretty excited four, five, six, about it, actually. Seven, eight, nice, it's the crypto commandments. <laughs> so, um, yeah, t- tell us. Like, obviously, you're into uh, Northeast Leaf Mag right now, and you're you're uh, getting that off the ground. And you said you're a year in. Congratulations. So what's the focus with the MAG and what are you looking to do in uh, New England and beyond?
1: Yeah, um, the focus is the cannabis community and industry, for sure, of the Northeast. We mm-hmm. are, uh, uh, I mentioned the eight states earlier. Uh, yeah, It's a free magazine, so we distribute through uh, dispensaries, through head shops, um, even, you know, a few other spots, breweries and, and uh, um, coffee spots and things like that. Uh and and basically, you know, we have like blood tender of the month, strain of the month, uh concentrate of the month topicals. Uh, we do company profiles. Uh we have like nice. cannabis one cannabis one oh one kind of situations for people because I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of people um that are uh just dipping their toe, you know, now that it's legal, uh and and you know, they're dabbling. You know, there might be uh, seniors who who might have smoked in the '60s and '70s, but c- kind of gave up, started families, and now they're returning to it because, as it's as an alternative to uh, alcohol, uh, to tobacco, to even caffeine and sugar, cannabis. Mm-hmm. You know, it will add years to your life, right? We know mm-hmm. that. Uh, whereas those other things are poisons um, that take away from you. You know, your 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 life. So. Uh, I think, you know, the people that want to make that, dis- that intelligent decision um, to replace those harmful poisons in their life with healing plant medicines like cannabis. Um, I think they're interested, but they don't necessarily know They, don't, you know, walking into a dispensary for the, for the first time could be very intimidating. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, some of those people. We want to educate them to know. Okay, you know, you don't just walk in and buy whatever the highest THC level flowers are. You know, those that might not be the best flowers. Um, there might be, you know, something on the uh, menu that is 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 doesn't have you know the highest level of THC, but is much more in tune with what you need for your particular uh, needs. So, um, you know, we want to educate them on. Uh, What concentrates are, you know, what, you know, how they're made, uh, what the difference is between something like a BHO and a solventless rosin, Mm. you know, that's very important because I think, you know, people just see a product in a package and they don't know how it was produced or or what it, you know, what it entails. And I, uh, you know, especially for medical patients, I think very important to know what went into uh, the products so we, we you know we're, we're just trying to educate people and let them know not only about uh, what's available product wise but also what's going on politically uh, so we have news uh, we have a pretty prominent news section we try to cover every state every month uh, if we can if there's something that's happened uh, and obviously lately things have been happening very quickly in the northeast so um, we've been covering the news we have our website leafmagazines.com uh, where That's that encompasses all the different, uh, you know, leaf magazines that I mentioned earlier from all the different regions and states. Uh, And then we also have, uh, um, uh, you know, all our social media, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter and and Facebook and all that. Um, So, yeah, very excited about uh, the leaf. You can subscribe to the magazine now as of like yesterday uh, at subscribe.neleafmag.com. Uh, So, because uh, you can only pick up the magazine in dispensaries and head shops uh, in the past, we had a lot of demand from people because they were running out at the stores. Uh, You know, they get them at the beginning of the month, they get 50 or 100 copies. And by, you know, the middle of the month, they're all gone. Um, So people have been writing us asking about subscriptions, and we finally uh, got it all set up. Um, So for just $6 an issue, uh, they can get them delivered right to their house uh so that's subscribe.neleafmag.com if people want to join up there um and yeah we we just want to be the voice of the region or a voice I mean there's lots of voices so I don't want to say the voice because you know there's lots of voices and we we want to amplify all those voices so uh we we have patient of the month so we we talk about um the medical aspect and that is very helpful for us because we're the first of our our state, you know, our leaf magazines that has multiple states. Um, so you know, we are dealing with multiple different laws. So it's medical here or it's rec there, or in particularly like oh, let's say New Hampshire, there was really no, you know, no protection for cannabis uh people as of yet. So uh yeah, we're just uh it, you know, for me it's a homecoming. Like I said, I grew up Uh, in Boston. I live in New York City for 25 years now. Uh, For me, this Northeast region. Yeah. So it's New England and the tri-state area, um, uh, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Uh, This region is my home. And, you know, as the industry developed in Colorado and California, uh, you know, and we're watching that from the East Coast thinking, when is it going to get here? Uh, now it's finally on its way. And uh, I think we have the opportunity to learn from some of the mistakes that have been made, uh, you know, regul- regulation wise in some of the other states and hopefully uh, fix those so that those states can go back and change their laws too. I mean, like we mentioned earlier that some of the states had flaws or overregulation regulation uh, in their laws, but those can all be changed too. You know, the, nothing's written in stone. So there's We just got to keep pushing. And, and, you know, if you're if the people in office don't uh, listen, and don't want to do what what we say, then we run for office and, and, you know, take their positions. And, you know, it's it's simple as that, you know, and and Colorado is a perfect example of that, you know, with Jared Polis, and, you know, the cannabis industry, basically, you know, showing the world, you know, what can be What what this plant is capable
0: of. So many times throughout this conversation, I wanted to say, woo. (laughs) Because you're just crushing it, you know, you're you're hitting really key points. And some couple of points that you touched upon, I want to just uh I want to uh circle back to, if I may. You're talking about taking notes, and uh I sidetracked this with the biggie comment and my crypto commandments that are coming up, though ultimately. Something that, that's so important that I've noticed, too, throughout my uh, experience and years of, of, of working with people to remediate life-threatening ailments is taking notes and journaling our experience, documenting our experience from what we eat, from how much we're eating to how, what, what we're taking for, as a treatment um, and how much we're taking, how often we're doing it, how we're feeling. That's so important to go back. And the same thing with your growing. It's so important when you go back. You have a cheat, We have a cheat sheet now. To our success and/or learning from our failures, so that we can really optimize our experience and have our hands on these dials that we're talking about, so that we can start applying this knowledge as wisdom, and become and, and start to benefit from what we're learning. And so, yeah, it's it's uh, you know sometimes it's a pain in the ass to be taking notes all the time. Though at the same time, when we're willing to invest in ourselves, we're the ones who win. So I just wanted to touch on that. And if there's anything you want to say in response, please.
1: I mean, I agree 100%. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, if you don't do it, you're kind of just uh, flying blind every time, you know, you're just kind mm. of hoping you remember, you're just hoping you remember. And, and yeah, <laughs>
0: that, that doesn't work out always for me. For sure. And, and it could be as simple as, you know, it, you know, just writing down when, you took the plant cutting or when you put the seed in writing down when you put it into, you know, um, flour, that's so important at the very least, put Mm -hmm. a a sticker or a piece of tape and write it on it on the pot. And you will thank yourself later for reminding you when it went in. All right. Um, number two, Mm -hmm. you spoke about, um, cannabis for health and, um, Um, You you said sometimes it can replace caffeine, it can replace sugar, and I just want to say my personal experience of taking substances or or, uh, uh, cannabinoids like CBD, which I, I know that it kind of helps me after I, if I have some sugar, it kind of turns on our sugar burning a little more. And just like THC is turning on our fat burning a little more and it can help our body regulate these things. So our metabolism is a big part of our, of our health and and connected to our immune system. And it's it's being communicated with our neurological system and cannabinoids interact with these major systems because our endocannabinoid system regulates these major systems. So I just want to bring that up and talk about the fact that any one of us can look up endocannabinoid system and check out why cannabis has the ability to work for us. And if you wonder why Uh, We talk about the U.S. government knowing about it. You can look up Patent 6630507 and understand that the government has known about the medical value or at least documented the medical value for quite some time. And who knows how long that we've known about it because it's been a medicine for thousands of years. So I just want to salute everybody who's, you know, um, willing to talk about the truth and we're here with Danny Danko, so talking about the truth is a big thing, a big part of your life. And, you know, you've been uh, doing this in the face of adversity for so long. So thank you. You've been a voice of the people for a long time. And you're a good person. I met you in person and I and I I know your energy. And, and I could say that I'm, I'm happy to have you as a luminary on this show to open up a window into who you are, what you do and why you do it. Because everybody has the ability to do what we love in a way that could help us because you're doing what you love and it helps you. And then you're sharing what you love with other people and it helps us. And what's better than that? You know, you are making magic by doing what you love. Man, I so. appreciate that so much. Thank
1: you so much. Uh, For me, it's like, it's just about the plant. The plant has given me so much that I just want to give back and spread the word. As you mentioned, the endocannabinoid system, this is within our bodies. Most many doctors do not know about this. It's just crazy. Mm, talk uh, about it, but, Well, we talk about treating ourselves with using cannabis, but if you look at it from the perspective of the, we have an endocannabinoid system with receptors that recept, you know, that receive cannabinoids. That means that people who aren't using cannabis are deficient in cannabinoids. That's not the same as, Oh, you and me, you and I treat our, you know, treat ourselves with cannabis for for symptoms that we have no the people who aren't using cannabis are deficient in those cannabinoids they are actually deficient that you know and that's an interesting way to look at it and i think you know uh, years from now when science looks back and and you know they're going to look at cannabis like dr grinspoon said as a miracle a miracle like penicillin uh, and they're going to wonder how how crazy we were and how stupid we were, you know, for 70, almost 80 years to holding have ourselves, hostage. throwing, throwing people in jail, destroying their lives, separating them from their families, killing their pets, invading their homes, all of the injustices, large and small that mm-hmm. have occurred, all to, to, to suppress a healing flower that, mm. that, that. that you need in your body you need it it's it, it, the receptors want a receptor they're there for a reason you know babies have them breast milk has cannabinoids in it i mean look it up don't it's not a conspiracy yes. theory i am not a coop. this is the reality google it and look it up this isn't you know <laughs> don't believe me check for yourself you know uh the the patent exists the the cannabinoid system exists and if you're not Feed, you know fueling your body and feeding your body with cannabinoids you're deficient in them
0: <laughs> i would love to say that you know and endocannabinoid endogenous cannabinoid endogenous something our body produces so with that you know i've come to understand and you know i'm always willing to to learn something new and, and uh, begin to understand things in a new way. So at this particular time in the, at, in, uh, in my life, the way that I understand that is that many of us have the ability to, or, or are adequately creating these endogenous cannabinoids to um, for our endocannabinoid system to work adequately, now, uh, or efficiently. Now, with that being said, many of us are endocannabinoid deficient. Our bodies are not adequately creating uh, these endogenous cannabinoids. So supplementing with this God given or creator given nature, given plant cannabinoids is what we're designed to receive. These receptors are there to receive. And so we can supplement with cannabinoids to balance out our endocannabinoid system. And that's, um, you know, something that, because not everybody uses cannabis and, and, and feels good. Not everybody wants to use cannabis and not to say that if you want to use it, or you don't want to use it, that doesn't mean that you need it though. You know, who am I to say what you need? That when we're talking about medically and scientifically, when we're talking about having some sort of ailment and being able to find the solution in something, you know, there could be multiple solutions. They might have multiple um, impacts, you know, they might have different uh, um, you know, results from take from doing them you know there's there's let's just talk about hypothetically chemo versus cannabis both have the potential of not working though one may give you harmful side effects for the future and the other one is not going to we haven't determined without pre-existing conditions that cannabis is going to kill you or give you harmful side effects for the future you know and obviously like i said pre-existing conditions everybody is different and you know, so with that in mind, depending on your medical condition, you could have a number of, of reasons to look into that way further. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not treating you. So I just want to say, you know, always, you know, research for yourself and ask doctors for advice and and look further because you're so worth self-care and, and, and individual care, really is what it comes down to. And that's why, you know, for me, utilizing, understanding that utilizing different strains throughout the day for me is really important because if I'm using the same strain in the morning that I'm using at night, I might not be able to get sleep. If I'm using the same strain in the morning, uh, at night that I'm using in the morning, I might not be able to get to work. And so, and throughout the day. And so, you know, we don't always have to, like, at, we talk about beginners. Obviously, you don't want to overwhelm yourself. You want to start someplace and you want to figure out, okay, I like to smoke that uh, between five and seven in the evening. Anytime around that, I'm not too sure. And you only know that by really gaining experience because experience creates an expert. So, trial and error is key and become familiar with your plants. Eventually, like us, I'm sure you'll be able to know your plants without even putting the strain name on it. But definitely, when you get seeds, name your strains, name the one. If you have 10 seeds, say seed one, seed two, seed three, and figure out which. Which one is your favorite clone them all before you put them into flowers so that you can save it and uh, find your favorite one and say, ah, I'm glad that I did that. And, um, and Danny, is there anything that you want to share at all? Like when you're when you're walking around in, in the world and you're like, man, I really wish that people knew this, you know, is, is there anything that you want to share on that?
1: Wow. Yeah. Um... I mean, I think the most important thing—the thing that excites me—is that we've only scratched the surface of what this plant is capable of, and uh, that's exciting to me. And uh, even just in the last ten years, the amount of developments, uh, both scientific mm-hmm. and, you know, in our industry, uh, have are mind-blowing. You know, and if you're talking 30 years, it's even more mind blowing. I mean, look at edibles and tinctures and topicals and all of these things that did not exist at all in any way, shape or form. And so, um, as you mentioned, you know, cannabis isn't for everybody because not everybody wants the psychoactive effects, but there are lots of ways to, uh, feed your body cannabinoids without the psychoactive. Mm. effects, And that's important to know as well,
0: because, mm.
1: uh, you don't have to get high to use cannabis talk about um, now, I like to get high. <laughs> you know, I enjoy it, but you know, there's definitely people out there that that sh- that shouldn't or or don't enjoy it. So, um but that doesn't mean that they need to deprive their bodies because there are uh ways of consuming cannabinoids uh without those effects. And you know, you know better than most (laughs) of course about that but there's um, cbd cbg cbn you know and and so many uh, thca and thcv and yeah you could even grow the
0: plant and just take the leaves without putting it into flower and juice them put them through your juicer and you will get such amazing well let me say i've gotten such amazing benefit and i've firsthand seen it like somebody just doing that differently and and it really, really helping serious ailments, and so yes. you know it's worth looking into. Dr. William Courtney is somebody that's put out a lot of research on raw cannabinoids and cannabis leaf juicing in particular. So I just want to mention that as well. Thank you for bringing that up. And please continue. I'm loving what you saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, uh, the, the the science that's going on now, uh, the ability of uh, the studies to occur, even though it's still not not very easy to get the the funding or the cannabis or the, you know, all, all of it, you know, it's very difficult still. Um, but in other countries, maybe easier Israel and Spain have done some amazing studies, uh, on PTSD or just post-traumatic stress or, you know, a lot of epilepsy. Um, so again, we're just scratching the surface and that's so exciting to know that there's so much more to learn. Um, so I would just say that, that it's not just about, uh, getting high, although there's nothing wrong with getting high. And so for anyone out there uh, who's a, a responsible cannabis user, uh, don't let anyone ever uh, make you feel any shame about it. Be proud, uh, be excited. We're on the right side of history. And that's the important thing to remember is that the, you know uh, we're, we're on the right side of history. We are on the side of a healing flower and anyone who's on the other side at this point is pretty much getting paid <laughs> one way or the other because there's really no no true opposition except the paid opposition and that's pharmaceutical, alcohol, tobacco, prison guard unions, p- police unions, uh, You know, the politicians, they're all way behind on the subject but the majority of us, we know what's going on. Don't let anyone ever... Uh, bring it down, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with uh, cannabis use in any way, shape, or form, so uh, enjoy, keep it green, uh, you know, if you're a grower, look to the sun, you know, look to the greenhouse, uh, eventually um, the plant, you know, the plant wants to grow in full sunshine, and that's where you're going to get the most, the highest quality essential oils uh, produced and cannabinoids, so uh, yeah, <laughs> a little, little long-winded, but that's uh,
0: that's my my last words for for the people. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, you know, sometimes you need. Well, we often need the wind for the chimes to sound. So I'm glad that you know you uh you got that wind in your pipes and you, you're speaking my language. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here just le- hearing what you're talking about and just really honored to be a part of bringing forth this message to our world because this plan has been so important for me in my life as well. And, 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 allowed, allows me to continue this journey in a way that, that I feel connected with. And, you know, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than you. And we see this as we move throughout the world and it brings so many of us together in in peace and harmony. And uh, the fact that it has health beneficial implications and there's research on PubMed and the Nationalist Institute of Health and so on and so forth. Like I said, patent 6630507 exists, you know, check it out, become familiar with being a sovereign individual means being having, you know, recognizing our ability to respond to our abilities and that's being responsible. And we all have that ability in some way, shape or form. And if not, then we are going to help the next person because we've already helped ourselves and we see they need help. And so when we all work together, it's a little less impactful on everyone, and it's so much easier to keep each other up. And so cannabis allows us to 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 create that insight. That's why we we come together more on it. And you know, without being preaching, I'm just gonna say that I'm grateful for this plant. I'm grateful for you. And uh
1: Uh, you know uh, what? Now I have one I have one more thing to say. Please, please. That's right. Uh I wanna tell people out there if you uh Or if you have friends or family or anyone in your life who is struggling with opiate addiction, alcohol abuse, uh, pharmaceuticals, anything that's hurting them, please, I urge you, even if it's post-traumatic stress, whatever it is, I urge you to consider cannabis or or urge your friend or family member to consider cannabis because you can save their life and you can improve their life. And that's the most important part of what we're trying to say is that you can add years to your life and make those years enjoyable by using cannabis instead of those poisons. So
0: please, please, please consider it. Thank you, thank you for bringing that up. And I just want to add, if I may, that it it could help a lot of us know that we don't own anybody else. Just to keep this in mind, obviously we probably already know this, that we don't own anybody else. Nobody's going to tell us what's doing, how to do it. And and so with that in mind, when we want to help somebody else, perhaps it could be somebody who we love dearly, somebody we're very close to. That you know, we all, being sovereign beings, have the ability, thank God, to make our own choices so you know just keep that in mind because not everybody's going to do what we want them to do not everybody's going to adhere to the research that we now believe once we have been you know once we feel educated and what it comes down to is harmonizing between the two so how do we have an effective conversation what's the what's the correct form of communication. What's the right frequency so that we can harmonize? Because somebody has to be interested in what we're talking about. Somebody has to care about what we're talking about in order to register it and digest it. And then somebody has to believe in it in order for to want to do it. So all these things have to take place in order for us to actually have an impact on potentially, you know, helping. So, I just, you know, throughout the years of of being involved in these kinds of situations and becoming, and I'm very passionate about what I do. And I'm and I'm and I'm here to tell the truth, you know, the whole truth and 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 you know, at the same time, I have to remember that, you know, the truth does not is, you know, the truth is paramount though. Harmony is more important. And especially if somebody is like going through it. You know, we don't want to have a stressful conversation. We want to have a very easy conversation. We want to remember the situation they're in. And we want to really figure out how you know we can be an inspiration. Because when we turn on our light, more, more often than not, we turned on our light because we saw somebody else turn on their light and we want to turn it on our light. We're like, wow, this this is amazing. Now I just want to share this. And so let's just be mindful of everybody else's situation. And I just I just want to say that too. And Danny, I'm not, you know like if anything at all like I, I, it comes to mind, feel free and I also would just want to add uh, this one question in, in you know general conclusion um, what is your contribution to our world? Huh. Wow. <laughs> yes uh, I mean
1: I, I hope that uh, my contribution is that I've spread the word about uh, the healing flower of cannabis. Um, and plant medicines, because plant medicines also include uh, psychedelic ethnogens and psilocybin and things of that nature. And sometimes it takes one of those uh, for for those people that are struggling uh, to to come around. You know, uh, so help me. I, I I hope that I've been a messenger for the plant. That's really mm. it. You know, I mean, I hope that my friends mm. and family uh, know that I love them and that you know I. I cherish them and and that um mm. really those are the important things to me. It, it, it's and 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 I just hope that you know uh that things continue progressing forward even long after I'm gone so that like my kids and and their kids will live in a in a in a more just and a in a in a more healed world uh, that's just more compassionate and empathetic towards people and and, and animals and the and the planet you know i think we're all connected i'm not a very religious person but i i i you know i my if 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 there was a religion for me it's the it's nature it's the earth it's the trees it's the uh you know the um mycelial system that is underneath our feet you know (laughs) yes it's, it's, it's the it's the breathing planet it's the, it's the way it's able to regenerate. It's a compost pile. You know, that's, I worship a compost pile.
0: (laughs) You know what I mean? The ability,
1: (laughs) the ability of our planet to, to, to to do what it does. Uh, Yeah, that's, (laughs) you know, and so uh, we're all connected in that way. And I think that we need to feel that more. And I think that that's something that plant medicine helps us with just to slow down. I think People buy people buy books, self-help books, and they get go to psychiatrists and they do all these things to try to be in the moment and not be thinking about the future or the past or whatever it might be. And these are plants that do that for us. They put you in the moment, you know, uh, and uh, they're here for us to use. There, there. There's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason that one, you know, one mushroom tastes amazing and another one makes you feel like you're connected to the planet (laughs) you know there's a reason that this plant makes people feel good and heals their bodies you know and 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 their minds so uh just we gotta keep searching for the for the reason and and keep your mind open keep your eyes open and remember no one's an expert you know we're this we're just scratching the surface so there's so much more Mm. left, left to learn but uh tread lightly Uh, treat the planet Mm. properly treat you know treat the earth with respect and Mm. uh, and you know hopefully we'll get there we'll we'll evolve uh at some point and and become better but uh you know that's what I hope my legacy is is just to to to, I hope I I pointed the way in the right direction along with many others uh that are are past and gone now that showed me the, the direction so I'm just trying to show everyone else that this is the way (laughs) like they say on the mandalorian (laughs) you know plant medicines are the way plant healing is the way and uh it's as simple as that Mm -hmm. thank you for what you do by the way because you know i talk about it and you live it you know you're out there living it every day so thank you you know you're healing patients one by one face to face and that's Priceless and, and it's very special.
0: You know, it's an amazing plant, and thank God we have access to it. And, um, you know, you brought up a lot of good points about this the fact that there's people in prison today, there's people who will get killed today for having a trace amount of it. There's, you know, we're very, we're very blessed. And, um, You know, I've seen people die who haven't had enough. I've seen people die who had a little bit and died happier. I've seen parents lose their children and I've seen children lose their parents. And I've seen children gain their parents and parents gain their children and um, animals, too, you know. And um, what's more important, you know? No. I, amazing, I saw
1: It's an amazing thing. <laughs>
0: you yeah, know? I saw this more sign. <laughs> exactly. I saw this sign. It was the girl holding up a sign and, and said, I don't know how to convince adults to care more. You know? That's a and good one. That's, you know, I'm crying right now. Like, that's what it's all about. I, I, I've been in the children's hospital where parents who came from another country, um, um, well, state Puerto Rico, came here to save their daughter. And this hospital, you know, they, they were offering death. And they said, let's give her enough morphine. She's in a coma, she'll go peacefully and we hadn't used the oil yet. And, and, um, and I said, you know, I'm here in this conversation because they want, you know, they, they, they have interest in using cannabis oil. So why would you offer death when we have other options? It just seems, you know, I I would love to know a little bit more about that. And the the response was, and I won't, you know, for liability purposes put any names out there though. I'll just say they said, and this is a very prominent hospital, you know, um a children's hospital in the united states and um they said that we don't know where the oil's from we don't know you know so on and so forth it wasn't qualified to the extent that they were content with giving it and so their option was death and so the mother was like you know she has breath you know she's breathing and so the fact is that this little girl, four years old, ate more cannabis oil than any adult that I ever worked with. The oil, I'm gonna say, and in, in, from my observation, because she was on her deathbed, we can call it, the, the oil brought her out of a coma and, and home for eight months. And she she got better and better. And they, they, they kept saying that, um, Nothing else helped her. Everything was hurting her and they were giving, they were pumping her full of stuff and the parents loved her so much. And they were listening to these doctors and suits and million dollar buildings. And mind you, my father's a doctor. I love doctors. We're here because, you know, I'm, I'm here because a doctor delivered me. Many of us are here because somebody else delivered you though. I'm just going to say that. You know, I have respect for the profession. I know doctors learn how to qualify my information, and then they become liable for what they tell people. And so, it's very important that you feel comfortable about what you're telling people, especially when you're licensed and, you, and your life is on the line and somebody else's. So, how I qualify information and how somebody out there in the world qualifies information, how a doctor qualifies information, very different, you know. And so, with that being said, there's doctors who everybody's different. Right. And hospitals we know are for general hospitals or for profit institutions that um, are looking to, you know, fill beds and get people out of beds and fill beds and turnover. And, and it doesn't you know, I, I'm I, I I see that people want to help people, you know, I mean, that's the nature of us. And, and, and I honor everybody for all the work that we're putting and all the education that we're getting in order to go to work every day and do our job. It's not easy you know, and at the same time, like being a part of that conversation, I now see, I now know what goes on when I'm not there but other times too, because I wasn't a one-off, you know, and more often than not, people don't make it out of that because I'm not there. The mother's not there to say no, you know, and if I wasn't there, who knows, because I have to tell you the truth, rest in peace. She passed away a little over eight months later when a different, very, very famous organization gave her chemo that killed her. And, you know, it's, um, it's real, you know? And, and, you know, when I came out here, initially in 2011 in Colorado, I wasn't really sure. You know, I always thought, you know, people will get in their cards so that we could smoke, you know? And then I learned about cannabis oil and then I learned about our endocannabinoid system and why cannabis has the ability to work. And then I saw it, it help somebody with leukemia, stop getting blood transfusions, what? And get off of narcotics, what? You know, pain and cleaning the blood and helping with leukemia and so on and so forth, and children to adults to elderly to uh, animals. You're right, like saying it's a miracle. I mean, I, I, it's. Uh, All I, all I can say is that I've seen it constantly like time and time again, and everything has the potential of not working. So it's just, it's nice that we have the ability to have safe access or grow our own. And so utilizing, you know, reading Danny Danko's book on how to how to grow your first plants. Uh, Danny, what's the name of the book again? It is cannabis, a beginner's
1: guide to growing marijuana. Uh, Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's, it it's such a special and important plant and, that's why it, it it upsets me sometimes in the past, where you see like, uh, uh, in the in the articles on or, or TV stations where they they're just it's always a joke, you know. It's always like the stoners mm-hmm. want some edibles or some you know some Doritos and four twenty, ha ha ha, and it's always like this this like put down of like the stoners. This, and this you know, it's just always this like wink wink, like oh they just- when they can show parents hat. begging they for their just, children's lives. Right, where I'm saying, okay, yeah, that's fine. You can, you know, you can poke a little fun at us, but you have to also understand the serious side of this thing, uh, and how how important this is. Because, okay, haha, you know, there's the stereotype, the stoner, you know, sitting on his couch, watching TV, blah blah blah. But there's also, as you said, the the, the child who needs this to survive, or the veteran who is thinking about killing themselves or drinking themselves to death or whatever it might be and this is their lifeline it's a yes. lifeline.
0: yes so talk about
1: that you know that's just important for people to to know and and I, you know it, it, it bums me out sometimes when when it's just looked at at face value and just joked about and it's always just a punch line um you know not that's not to say we don't have fun we have fun you know obviously our parties are a lot more fun than the prohibitionist parties, you know, and and we we enjoy ourselves because cannabis helps you to enjoy things and savor things and, and enhances things. Some of us,
0: some of us, for some of us,
1: exactly. So for me, it's an enhancement. It's I, you know, if I'm going to go for a walk in the park, it's, I enjoy that walk a little more while high and, you know, is that medical to me? It is, you know, to some, it might not be, but uh, if it makes you, feel better it's good you know it's better you know it's harmless you know it's not yeah i don't know you know basically uh, you know i would just say honor the plant you know um if you're a businessman and you want to make some money in cannabis there's some money to be made there's nothing wrong with making money uh but honor the plant this isn't a cell phone it's not a widget it's a healing flower so please treat it accordingly
0: How does one honor the plant? You know, if you could just very briefly, if you could touch on that, because I have another question for you before we uh, right. go about a day.
1: Well, you know, uh, <clears> the <throat> difference, like, let's say, what's the difference between a CBD product that you can buy at the gas station and something like these, you know, CBD <laughs> night caps?
0: Gorilla Hill nightcaps? Well, caps. there's a huge
1: difference, right? Because one uses. Uh, You know, solventless, uh, organic, sun-grown, you know, like it it, it just the quality of what you get out is what you put in. So Mm. uh, if you're going to get, you know, cheap Chinese hemp paste from, you know, some toxic heavy metal farm overseas Mm. and put that into a a capsule and feed it to someone, that's not honoring the plant, in my opinion, you know, honoring the Mm. plant find it in its, in its finest form, in its cleanest form, in its, you know, most sustainable, uh, earth-friendly form, uh, and, you know, sp- spread it to people who need it, you know, there's, like I said, there's nothing wrong with making money, I'm not, you know, I'm not opposed to that, uh, you know, people need to feed their families and pay their rent, but the plant, you know, honor the plant, you know i i feel like uh it, it's it, it should be intuitive you know what i mean uh and if you if, if if there's a business person out there that doesn't know then they should shouldn't be in that business they should do a little more research uh, before mm. getting in the business you know because this isn't like a jump in and out get rich quick scheme you know we, we dedicate our lives to this uh and uh it's a, it's a living it's a life and death situation for many people so it it, it's a it's a different kind of product you're not just dealing with uh clips here you know this is it's medicine and it's it's bigger than than you know just a you know a a spreadsheet or something you know Mm -hmm. this is this is life and death and it's very important and it's very special and uh you know, share the love and honor the plant and and it'll give back to you way more than, than you think. Like, that's why I named my first podcast free weed, because the more, the more I gave away, the more I got back, Mm -hmm. you know, I would give away a pound and I'd get five pounds back somehow, you know, it's like this weird, you know, it's like the giving tree or the, you know, this, it, it, it just, you know,
0: it's, I agree.
1: It's hard, it's hard to explain for me, like how how the the passion that I have for it. But it's 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 the the more you give the plant, the more it gives back. And it, it's like it's it's a it's a friend, <laughs> you know. It's like a a shoulder to cry on or a friend to to to, to watch a movie with or enjoy a walk with. It, it's it's really um, healing in so many ways that uh, you know. That's why I would just implore people that want to be in the business to just honor the honor of the plan
0: well thank you for that you know it's uh it's important we know how to do things you know i that's the same like when i said i came out here and i, I thought people just were using the uh these channels to get high and then i started understanding a little bit more about it as well there's other th- you know, not to say that people aren't. That just you know, and not to say that that's not medical. You should be able to determine what you need for your you know medical journey, and um, and you know that's medical sovereignty. And with that being said, understanding, especially if somebody's getting into this business, or if somebody wants to be able to retain the rights or attain obtain the rights, you know, um, a- achieve safe access you know, um, possibilities to look at the semantics of how the politics are being um, played out. So if we're talking about the fact that cannabis is a schedule one drug, we're talking about legalizing it, that's, you know, it's 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 a myriad of options in there because somebody can, well, the it can get rescheduled, which can go to a different schedule, class, class schedule of drugs, and then but we want to talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: of- I think it should be descheduled.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's
1: no schedule that cannabis belongs on.
0: Not everybody understands. Uh, alcohol is, a- is
1: not on a schedule. E- Nicotine is not on a schedule. And those are far more harmful. So I put cannabis in the class of herbal supplements. Okay, just something you could buy at CVS uh, or a drugstore. So no, the, no schedule. No schedule. Schedule two, schedule three. Those are are just ways for, uh, um, you know, ways to pharmaceuticalize cannabis. So basically there will be no smokable cannabis
0: out of our hands. You don't make Tylenol yeah. at home.
1: There's no, yeah. There's no smokable cannabis on schedule two or three. Uh, those are you know, capsules, tablets, patches, maybe tincture, but nothing, no, no rigs or, or, or rolling papers are involved in that sort of thing. So uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of, 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 of changing. I mean, obviously it's a step in the right direction because schedule one is ridiculous. Schedule one is no medicinal value at all. So granted it is a tiny step in the right direction, but I don't think it's the step that we want. I think we want to take a big step, which is descheduling. And I think there is some impetus for that. I think there are some politicians on board with that, that understand cannabis just does not belong on the drug schedule at all. You know, it's like, you know, tea <laughs> you know tea affects you it has a psychoactive effect i mean it makes coffee's the same i mean caffeine is a strong
0: drug i mean it, it's what about stemule. salt it's you know a have stemule. you ever brought brought up salt being okay. the most like the most salt, one of the most it, toxic. Yeah, it's on every har- very hard table <laughs> in every restaurant we go to, if we ate the whole thing, we'd get it's critically ill or die. And yet we're trusted to buy as much as we want any time of day. Nobody's going to question it. And we're trusted to use as much as we want. Nobody looks at us like we're crazy and we need it. Right. You know, bit. but it you kill us. <laughs> and you know, you get cannabis, which wouldn't kill us, and especially in this tiny amount that salt will kill us guaranteed if you eat enough and it's a tiny it's it's relatively small amount you know i i I feel like we could be trusted with these kinds of things you know we're trusted to sell cleaning products that we're not drinking you know
1: (laughs) yeah i mean cannabis is 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 among the safest products out there (laughs) you know what i mean it's very benign uh and so i just i don't think it belongs on any schedule of, of, of of a narcotic because it's really not a narcotic it's like a, a healing herb uh, that has effects psychoactive effects but so does St. John's wort so does you know uh, caffeine which comes from you know a uh, uh, natural sources so I, I just uh, I really don't th- I mean I don't think you know I, we, we can talk about
0: <laughs> for broad, sure.
1: you know decriminalization of of, of substances across the board but um certainly cannabis has no place on the schedule at all and like i said there's all those things that are not scheduled uh that are far more harmful uh and so yeah i'm i'm not a big fan of the of of de- of, of rescheduling but i i hope that we do de-schedule
0: for sure thank you for for touching on that because you've been involved in in. uh you know and a, a big proponent of the legalization movement for a long time you know and so i just wanted to hear from your mouth and uh well we
1: know it, what we're doing we don't want to hand over our our industry to you know pfizer and all these other companies it's, we know what we're doing we just need to be released from the overregulation to just do it and we want you know we need banking you know we need uh we need to be treated like a regular industry because we're a billion multi-billion dollar industry uh that's going to be an even bigger one as long as as soon as they take the you know the harness off yeah
0: well god willing nobody will throw you in jail for you growing tomatoes that are too red and uh (laughs) god willing nobody will uh you know, throw a mother in jail for helping their child with what they needed, and 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 uh, you know, throw throw somebody in jail for helping ourselves with what we need. And let's just say, God willing, we will uh, continue to remember that education is the key to understanding, and we can share in uh, in kind ways because we have to be the inspiration for people to want to jump on board. And that's you know, obviously, adversity in a lot of ways helps us learn. Um, though we we need to be able to have tough conversations and it doesn't always mean imposing on somebody else you know and so just doing the work and uh and and just being mindful of others I feel like is just important when we're when we're going about this because I've been in the courtroom and in the state capitals and you know I've seen people yelling at politicians and, and so on and so forth and I don't know how that helps anybody want to jump on board. Obviously somebody can go home and sit there and be like, wow, somebody yelled at me, you know, but how often does somebody change their mind because somebody yelled at them? I mean, I I feel like we tend to rebel more as human beings in that way. And so we want to, we want to, we want reasons to care. And so Danny, you, you give people, um, you show people why you care. Thank you. And you, you, you allow people to care because you open up a huge, you know, you, you, you open up a big window into the cannabis world. And so definitely I, 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 I support everybody out there following Danny's projects and uh, we'll list them off and uh, you know keep in touch. It's, it's been a real pleasure to share some time with you again and, uh, and do this work and, and, uh, for the right reasons. So thank you for being a Luminary in the community. And uh, as always, we share, the uh conclude this episode. In fact, let's just say um, you can get those uh, nightcaps at gorillahealer.org. It's G U E R I L L A H E A L E R.org and other uh, beautiful products that are made with with care. And also subscribe to the Farms Not Farms podcast on Spotify and Apple Music. Check out all the archived episodes at farmsnotfarms.org. Shout out buildthesoil.com. Shout out everybody out there who's doing your part giving love to yourself and sharing it you know filling up another cup as well you are you are revealing the love in this world as well so thank you and let's conclude with sharing the miracle of life with a breath nice deep easy breath on the count of three one two three Danny, thank you so much
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's
0: been a pleasure. It has. May you stay protected and keep spreading the message of this beautiful plant and health and prosperity. Thank you. Love. Thank you for listening to the Farms Not Farms podcast, brought to you by Gorilla Healer. If you want to watch the full episode plus behind the scenes footage, check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com/burntmd and subscribe to the Farms Not Farms podcast on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, buildthesoil.com for all of your organic soil amendment needs. As always, be well.